Good evening, everybody. I am back again to encourage you. I am back again to share with you just to let you know how awesome it is that I think that God would allow me to encourage and pour into the lives of those who are under the sound of my voice. Real quickly, I want to speak to you this evening about a word that we all hate, but it's a word that I'm sure that all of us have dealt with at one time or another. And if you have not, keep living. And that word is betrayal. Betrayal is a very hurtful word. It's a painful word. It is a word that most of the time we hear people in relationships, marital relationships speak of, betrayal of a spouse, or not only just in a marital relationship, but in a relationship, it could be your best friend, it could be a family member, it could be two siblings who have been thick as thieves, but then one day that loved one stabs you in the back and you would have rather them to slap you. You would have rather for them to verbally assault you anything but the betrayal of someone that you have entrusted with your life. And the betrayal could be a number of things. And so we're now on the road of healing. Someone can push us down and we could get scratched up. We can put medication over that scratch to heal us. But when it is an emotional and a mental scar, those are the hardest wounds to heal. But betrayal is real. And for those of us who serve our Lord and Jesus Christ, he was first betrayed before we were even formed in our mother's womb. So our father, the one we serve daily, he was betrayed. So we are no better than him. And how do we deal with betrayal? We first have we first have to look at the situation and we have to ask ourselves, how did we get here? How did I become betrayed? Why was I betrayed? What did I do? How did I step out of line to be at the point to where I am now betrayed? But let me tell you that there is healing for you first found in the word of God. God says to cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. And God said that he will perfect those things that concerns us. And he said that he would wipe every tear away. And he said that when you're in the valley, he's with you. If you make your bed in hell, he's there. So I just believe in my spiritual mind that he wants to heal us from those emotional and mental hurts that have been caused by betrayal of a loved one. Malcolm X has over 30 different quotes. And two of the quotes that he made are very profound. One of the quotes is, if you're angry, if you're sad, you'll cry over the situation. And if you're angry, you will do something about the situation. So sometimes being betrayed and being sad and doing nothing about it is not the right thing to do. The Bible says to be angry, but sin not. 
But if we are hurt, if someone that we love, if they hurt us, it is okay to begin to make boundaries, set rules and guidelines and standards and requirements is another thing that I talked about in a different segment of my podcast. So sometimes when we're hurt, it is okay to judge the situation and see where you went wrong and what adjustments you can make to get to a place where you no longer put yourself in a position where you are hurt by a loved one or anyone that we have to deal with. And another quote that Malcolm X said was, if you stab me, if you cut me, if you stick a knife in me and it's nine inches deep and you pull it out six, you have not made any, you have not made any progression. You have not made any progression. But if you pull it out all the way, you might think that you've made some progress. You still haven't made any progress. That's very profound. You have not made any progress. You would think if you pull the knife out six inches that you've made progress. Mm -mm, It's still three inches still left in me. Nope, you haven't made any type of progress. He went further to say that progress, the real progress comes when you first, and I'm paraphrasing, real progress comes when you first admit that there's even a knife in that person. You have to admit when you hurt a person. You have to admit and you have to own it. You can't just own it when it's convenient for you. You can't just own it when you're in counseling. But you have to own it. Even if the other person brings it up again, you can't get mad and say, you keep bringing it up. Let God work on that person that keeps bringing up the offense. But you own what you did. You own the knife that you stuck in somebody's back. Progress is when you first admit that you stabbed someone in the back. That you cheated on them. That you lied on them. That you pulled the rug from underneath them. That you threw them under the bus. Some people won't even admit that there is a knife in your back that they put there. So betrayal is a very hurtful word, but there is healing for your soul. And it is found in the word of Jesus Christ. Healing for your soul comes from when you, when I, can fully let go of the betrayal. That means that the sting isn't there anymore when you think about how they betrayed you. When you think about how they took that position from you at work. When you think about your neighbor was the one who turned you in for putting up a a yard sign. Or you wanted to to um you wanted to redo your garage and it was against HOA rules and they are the ones that turned you in. And I'm using life events that we go through or that we know someone that has went through these things. Life events, life happens and life is real. And we deal with things from our neighbors. We deal with things from people at the grocery store. We deal with things when we 
frequent Walmart and it's this one cashier that is always hurtful to us, always treating us as if we're lesser than because we're African-American. Things that we all deal with on a regular basis that cause us hurt. Those are all things that God wants to heal. So tonight, I hope that I have said something that has helped you to realize that betrayal is really real. It's going to happen to you. But when it does, it is okay. Because God wants to heal you from every internal, emotional, and mental hurt that has been caused by the betrayal of a loved one. He wants to heal you where you can still commune with that person. You can still sit down at the table and have dinner with that person. If they're at the family gathering, you don't have to get up and collect your personal effects and go home. You can be in the same room with that person and still laugh and still have a good time because God has healed you and you want him to heal you and you don't want to hold on to the offense of what they did. And perhaps you are the person who did the hurting. You're the one who did the betrayal. God wants to heal you too. He wants to heal me too. He wants to heal us from condemnation. Oh, I can't believe I did that to her. Oh, I can't believe I did that to him. How am I going to look at them again? You're going to own it. I'm going to own it. I'm not going to try to put a lot of words on it. We're not going to sugarcoat it. We're not going to make it lesser than because just like people hurt and betray us, we can hurt people and betray them too. Sometimes we may know that we did it. Sometimes we may not. That's just the truth of the matter. But God is such a loving and a kind God. And he wants to heal all of us, the hurt and the hurter. He wants to heal us both. Because where unity is, that is where God commands a blessing. Malcolm X said it best. He said, sometimes when you're sad, you do nothing about the situation. You cry over it. But when you get angry enough, that is when you will begin to change your situation. So if you are tired of being sad and hurting behind a situation that someone keeps bringing on you, a betrayal, get angry enough. Don't sin, but do something about it. Start setting guidelines and rules and requirements. Don't put yourself in a place anymore where that person can hurt you over and over and over again. If you stab somebody in the back, don't think because you pull the knife out halfway that, oh, I need a pat on my back because at least I pulled the knife out halfway. At least I halfway apologized. At least I halfway bought you a McDonald's meal. Don't think that you've made any progress. Don't think that if you pull the knife out all the way that you've made progress, that person still has to heal from the betrayal of what you done. When you admit that you stabbed someone in the back, that you hurt them, that you betrayed, when you admit it, you have done your part. I've done my part. Well, what about them being healed, Keisha? That's not for you to do. Only God can heal them. But the, the, the beginning of healing is first admitting that we have done something wrong. So as I speak to you, I speak to myself. You all be blessed and know that God is just such an eye-opening God. He's a loving and a kind God. 
and he wants to heal us everywhere that we have been hurt. He wants to heal those that we have hurt. He wants us to let go of the past because he is definitely calling people home left and right. He's calling them home left and right. And I hope that their home is an eternal heaven where the streets are paved with gold. Whereas my grandmother used to say, always hallelujah, hallelujah. Always howdy, howdy, and never goodbye. You all be blessed and know that I love you. Better, greater is sooner, not later. We're walking out of the face of the enemy because we don't want any more betrayal. We don't want any more emotional and mental hurt. Be blessed. Love you all. Bye-bye.